Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for June 14, 2011, and now the news. Last week, we reported that GM is considering selling Opal, but Reuters reports GM CEO Dan Ackerson spoke with the head of Opal, Carl Friedrich Straka, over the phone and assured him GM does not plan to sell the company. However, GM has still not commented publicly about the rumors, despite pressure from labor unions and German Chancellor Angela Merkel demanding a statement about Opel's future. Last week, German newspapers reported that possible buyers could be Volkswagen or Chinese automaker BAIC. The U.S. Department of Energy is moving to slash funding nearly in half for fuel cell cars. Bloomberg reports that Energy Secretary Stephen Chu says the storage tanks in cars for hydrogen are inadequate and that since most hydrogen is made from natural gas, it contributes to global warming. But the secretary's own advisory board does not agree with him. And several automakers say they want to sell hydrogen-powered fuel cell cars by 2015. Honda and Mercedes already lease a handful of fuel cell cars in the U.S. And Germany and Japan are still aggressively funding hydrogen stations. But here's my AutoLine insight. With the country still in something of a financial crisis, the United States cannot afford to build a hydrogen infrastructure and a smart grid and a biofuel distribution system and a natural gas infrastructure for cars. We get to pick one. And it looks like Stephen Chu is putting his money on a smart grid. Hey, is Daimler going to axe Maybach? According to Autoblog, Daimler is considering dropping the brand, which is something of a sales dud. Or it may outsource the engineering and assembly to Aston Martin. Here's my AutoLine Insight. Daimler never gives up on anything, even when it's clearly a business failure. Just look at how it's held on to the Smart brand, even though Smart has never earned a profit. General Motors Ventures LLC, which is GM's forward-thinking investment division, is sinking $6 million into a Colorado-based company that makes electric buses. Proterra's composite-bodied EcoRide BE35 is expected to have an electric range of 40 miles, averaging a diesel-equivalent fuel economy of 24 miles per gallon. That is a 600% increase compared to a conventional bus. And if these figures seem a little far-fetched, get this. The company claims its batteries take just 10 minutes to recharge. This sucker's electrical. But I need a nuclear reaction to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. 1.21 gigawatts! Ford's redesigned midsize sedans, including just the Fusion and MKZ, now that Mercury has been Oldsmobiled, were expected to hit the road in the first quarter of next year. But according to Autoblog, the Lincoln version may be delayed until mid-year. It's rumored that styling issues are to blame. The company is trying to better differentiate the hybrid and non-hybrid versions of the car. And wouldn't that be a nice change? Speaking of hybrids, it's also rumored Ford's next generation system will deliver up to 47 miles per gallon in city driving 
and that's a thrifty 5 liters per 100 kilometers. The first Mercedes SLK Roadsters go on sale today. The 2012 model has a slew of improvements and new features over the outgoing Roadsters. One of the more interesting, Magic Sky Control, changes the heavens from cloudy to clear at the flip of a switch. Or so the driver would think. It actually changes the tinting in the retractable hardtop's see-through panel to create more or less shade in the car. Also equally mystical is a system dubbed Air Scarf, which is meant to allow top-down motoring on cold days by blowing warm air on the driver's neck. While the Red Baron may have scoffed at the Air Scarf, modern motorists will appreciate this fancy feature. Less magical but still impressive, the new SLK also receives a 3.5-liter direct-injected V6 capable of 302 horsepower. With a 1.8-liter turbocharged 4, it's capable of 201 horsepower, and that's coming in 2013. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the Prius V, and we'll be back right after this. Reducing exhaust emissions, aerified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. At this year's Detroit Auto Show, Toyota introduced two models to expand the Prius into its own lineup. One was a small concept called the Prius C, which will be introduced next year. The other was a larger model called the Prius V. With more on that, here's Seamus McElroy. Toyota is aiming the Prius V at young families with more cargo and passenger room. It seats up to five people and the second row seats can slide, fold, or recline for more room. It uses the same hybrid system as the current model, a 1.8-liter four-cylinder mated to a CVT along with an electric motor and a nickel-metal hydride battery. Stop-start technology and regenerative braking are also part of the package. However, since it's larger than the current one, fuel economy for the Prius V is not as good. Its estimated EPA ratings are 44 miles per gallon in the city and 40 on the highway. The regular Prius gets 51 miles per gallon in the city and 48 on the highway. And as you'd expect with a Prius, engineers made several adjustments to keep it as efficient as possible. The door panels are foam injected with polypropylene and the deck board with a lightweight urethane that reduces weight by nearly 20%. And high-strength steel is used throughout the body, along with aluminum and key body panels and systems to further reduce weight. The Prius V is the first Toyota that's available with a resin panoramic moonroof, which provides a 40% reduction in weight compared to conventional glass roofs. It also provides better heat insulation, which means the engine needs to run less to keep temperatures ambient, which in turn improves fuel efficiency. The driver can choose between four different driving modes depending on preference or conditions. There's the standard mode, an eco driving mode, an EV driving mode, and a power mode. Power mode enhances mid-range response, making it easier to drive on slopes and mountainous terrain. EV mode allows it to run on battery power alone at low speeds for up to a mile. In eco driving mode, the engine dynamics are changed in order to maximize fuel economy. Look for the Prius V in showrooms this fall. Thanks for that report, Seamus. Hey, don't forget, you can win an autographed copy of Bob Lutz's book, Car Guys vs. Bean Counters. Check out how to win it at bit.ly slash autoline contest. That's bit.ly slash autoline contest. 
And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.